What is a top real estate coach telling his top 1% producers to do every single day this year? Well, we're going to talk about that today. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today is our monthly coaching moments with Ryan D'April. Now, if you're not familiar with Ryan or if you're new to the show, Ryan comes on every month to give our listeners and our viewers a coaching moment and a coaching session. So let me tell you more about Ryan. Uh, now, Ryan D'April is a progressive thought leader focused on providing for his agents and staff at D'April Properties. His strengths are his motivational skills, his coaching style, and his dedication to training. He has 14 offices throughout Chicagoland. He's also in Wisconsin, Indiana, and Michigan, and Florida, with hundreds and hundreds of top agents. D'April Properties is a coaching company with eight strategic coaches who work week in and week out with every agent at the company focused on business planning, coaching, and accountability. If you'd like to take your career to the next level, or if you're maybe just not getting the attention that you need, uh, check out D'April Properties, dapralproperties.com. Uh, Ryan, welcome once again. Thanks, DJ. Thanks for having me. appreciate it. It's good to be back. It's been a, it's been a little bit since I've seen been with you. It's been a while, and we we have uh, I I have some congratulations in order that you. you have now joined forces with uh, with Coldwell Banker. We have yes, yeah. So I've been working on that with them for the past few months, and it's been exciting. It's a great, great group of people over there, and uh, and very excited about that. And uh, we get to take two wonderful cultures and meld them together, and you know, work with an organization that has basically a wonderful global presence, a lot of value added to our agents. I'm incredibly excited. My wife's an agent at the company. So I just excited from all the things that I saw that uh, they have access to makes me very excited. And then I get to, I get to coach and I actually get to even coach even more people, which makes me, uh, makes me excited about the whole opportunity as well. And it's also, I, I want this to be inspiring too for anyone who's in the process of building a team or thinking of starting a brokerage. Um, if you don't mind, Ryan, just sharing just maybe a minute or so, a minute or two of the journey from be, being your own managing broker, starting a firm, and now all these years later, um, integrating it with Coldwell Banker. 
Yeah, you know, it's it is it's quite a journey. It starts off with like anything that you do. It's you know, it's something that you're very passionate about. And uh, I started the real estate company because I was very passionate about coaching agents and helping them develop. And we built our company off of that. About probably, you know, um, you know, our company did in uh, twenty one. We did about one point two billion dollar. No. Yeah, 21, we did about 1.2 billion in sales. In 2022, which is a down year for everybody, we did over a billion dollars, but we were down. But it's something to be really proud of to hang our hat on. And probably 85% of our agents started their career at our company. And, and probably a lot of them, it was only seven or eight years ago. And we were putting up some pretty, pretty big numbers, which we're really proud of. Um, and you know, that is based on something I was very passionate about is working individually with the agents. I this past Saturday, you know, the company sold. And this past Saturday, I was at one of our offices with a bunch of agents and I was doing a group coaching session. And it's allowed me to get back to what I was passionate, really passionate about. The company grew, it grew quite large. And I, I started to find that my desire, my passion of coaching and training was being overshadowed by a lot of administrative stuff. As you know, running a real estate company, there's more to it um, than meets the eye, I guess. Let's just say, put it that way. Um, it's a lot of work. So um, by joining forces with Coldwell Banker, it allowed me to get what I, I was back to what I'm more passionate about, which is working with each individual agents. Also, loan officers. I coach loan officers. I coach. I coach uh, title sales reps. I, I coach insurance agents. Anybody who's in sales, I coach them. I help them, you know, set a goal and then create a path to where they want to get to. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and I just I, I I know you're you're a very humble person, but I, I do want to stress that you built a company, an independent brokerage, uh, here in Chicago. You competed with the biggest and the best, and you built a business that really was, uh, you know, is as as big and as powerful and as impressive as the big franchise firms, and that in and of itself is a very difficult thing to do. And so I just want to honor you for building up a company, a healthy company, a healthy, profitable company that uh, then caught the eye of all your competitors. And what a wonderful position um, and what a wonderful uh, testament to how you built your business so that all these other uh, brokerages wanted uh, wanted wanted to join forces with you. So glad you landed with Coldwell Banker, our, our company. Our managing broker started at Coldwell Banker. We're big fans, of course, of them as well. So uh, congratulations to all the agents at D'April. Uh, and um, you, you're, you've got a great journey ahead of you and uh, re really exciting. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I am excited. And it's, you know, it is one of those things when we reflect back. I was telling my wife, I, you know, I never really paused because I was running so hard these past 11 years growing the organization. And uh, it was, you know, after the sale, I, I looked back and said, to myself, Jesus Christ, I am probably in one of the most competitive real estate markets in the country. Yeah. I mean, Chicago is brutal. You know, brutal. It's very competitive. And uh, and so I did have a moment of pride where I've always kind of never really taken the time to do that. And I, and I did. And, I, and thank you. I, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big deal. Uh, and very few independent firms have done it. Um, so that is, is a real feather in your cap and obviously, uh, uh, again, really 
highlights your ability to grow a business and keep your agents happy and keep them productive and keep them pro- keep the business profitable. So speaking of all of that, it is 2023. It's our first uh, coaching moments of the year. And everybody I know, whether they're a broker owner or a team leader or just an individual producing agent, everybody I know seems to be a little scared, nervous, worried about what's going on, what's right in front of them, what they should be focused on so they don't get caught up in, um, you know, inaction or, you know, just the business cycles being changed, changing it currently. Um, so I would love to know as a coach, what you are saying, what are you are hearing out there and what you're recommending to agents who are a little nervous or, or scared about where we are right now in the housing. Sure. Market. Absolutely. Well, so the first thing to keep in mind, there's a tremendous amount of distractions. Look, we just sold the company and I think every single recruiter in Chicagoland area has got my agent's numbers on speed dial and they're calling it over and over and over. It's a, it, it is a recruiting um, for people like me. And I, by the way, I have not been doing that to your agents, but because uh, we don't really compete in that same way. But um, I, I recruiters are having a field day right now. Now is the time when agents are, are struggling. So the recruiters come out and they promise the world. Yeah. And uh, every agent, every one of our listeners is probably getting prospected by somebody in their local market. It, you know, and, and for the, the people who are listening that are real estate agents that are not on the corporate side or the reloc or on the um the corporate side or the recruiting side, you know, you got to listen to the message. The message is overwhelmingly been coming to my agents has been messages of fear. And uh and and majority of people will will be able to be scared. And it's it's a shame. You you should be lead you should be inspiring, leading by inspiration. You should be uh you know you should lead by uh hope. You should not be you know, leading by fear, which is basically manipulating somebody to get what you want by scaring them. And, and <clears throat> there's a lot of scary things that are out there and it's got to really be smart on who you align yourself with. Um, and, you know, when times are rough, I mean, again, I've been through this, did a great recession and here we are in another uh, difficult market. You know, when times are rough, everybody is going to look outside of themselves first yeah. and, and make, the change. Look, a year ago, you know, uh, bef- you know, a year ago before I was even thinking about selling or anything of the sort came, a, a number of agents left my company. They leave every year. They were all top producing agents. And unfortunately, all but one shit the bed. And, and the reason being, I think, is that we had such a strong culture of accountability and whatnot. And some of the excuses when he just leave, like, well, look at these tools and these technology and this and that. There's tools, technology, and gizmos. They're going to come and they're going to go. There is yeah. nothing that is uh, earth-shattering about what we do. Anybody could say tech and tools and technology. The truth is, are you even going to open up the computer six weeks later and use the technology that they gave you? And really, what difference is it? And so what everybody does when they're trying to improve, right? They change everything outside first. And right. that's why 93% of them don't improve. The work comes from within. If you want different results, you need to change. That doesn't mean you need to change companies. And I'm not talking about my company. I'm talking about any industry, whatever. It means you you personally have got to change. 
You know, it lies within. What are you doing? What are your activities? On Saturday, when I was with the group of agents and I was coaching them, um, one of them said, look, you know, I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I, and I, and I time block, or excuse me, I set up my, all my social media posts for a month in advance. And, and she looked at me, I'm like, and? and she's like, well, I go ahead and I pre-plan this stuff. I'm like, and she's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, that's not what moves the needle in your business. I mean, that's not, I mean, social media marketing. Okay is seen by majority of the people that have already liked your post, probably 94% of them are your fellow real estate agents that are saying, go ahead, friend, good for you. And they're liking your stuff. And it's going to the same people over and over again. If you're doing social media, if you're using social media by marketing versus researching and developing, right, then you're, you're going about this business relationship building business the wrong way. And when you point to some of the top, top people out there, right? That have beautiful social media marketing out there, but they're also selling 30, 40, 50, hundred million dollars of real estate a year. You're only seeing the tip of the iceberg real estate agent that's out there. You're not seeing all the other hard work that they put in there, that they're committed to their business. I mean, those people that are selling 50 to hundred million dollars in production a year. Okay. And then they have beautiful reels or whatnot. Those reels and that marketing came after all the other hard work and time and effort they put in to build the business. So that's a, re- that's a, that's a really good point is that, so, so if I hear you correctly, and I just want to pause you because I think you're saying something really profound, which is utilizing social media while you're not busy might, the better way to do that might be through what Ryan has said time and time again on the show is research and development, learn, follow your, your, your sphere, Pay attention to what there is going on in their lives because that will give you, number one, indications of possibly wanting to move, but also reasons to pick up the phone and call them. Hey, just saw you got back from a trip to Mexico. How did it go? Just was thinking about you. Looked awesome. That kind of thing. I'm actually going in two days with Coldwell Banker to their trip. <laughs> but Maybe yeah, I should. I'd know, like to I sell had, the Coldwell Banker. I want to go to Mexico. <laughs> I, I had I had my – so we had our, we had our software, Zanello, our dashboard up at this coaching session and I was showing everybody in their network tab, uh, right? It's like, look at all the hyperlinks that we have in here to, you know, DJ's Facebook page or DJ's Instagram page or DJ's uh, LinkedIn page. And, and then I opened up Facebook in another tab and I said, here's the right way and the wrong way. You start in your dashboard first, you start there and you go one by one with each person and you look at, you click on their hyperlink and you look at what's going on with them. If yeah. you start on Facebook first, you should say, alert, mayday, something's wrong. Because right. when you look at the news feed, you are seeing what Michael Zuckerberg wants you to see. Is his name Mike Zuckerberg? Uh, Mark, but close Mark. enough. <laughs> right. right, right. Mark, you're seeing what Mark Zuckerberg wants you to see in the news right. feed. You're seeing. You, you don't have Instagram, control over, over they the own Instagram feed. as well. Yeah. Right. You're, you're seeing what they want you to see. You don't scroll through your news feed. That's just not how it works. You have to be intentional, just like success. And anybody starts a business, you've got to be intentional on what it is that you want to do. But if you're passive and you're thumbing through Facebook news feeds, that's fine. But you're just wasting your day. You're wasting your valuable time. And your time is so much more valuable than money. Okay, your time is so valuable. But so many of us, and Robin Charman says this, and I love it, some of us 
are so busy being busy. Very few of us are busy being productive. So there's a right way and there's a wrong way of doing it. And in these times where it quote unquote scary for people, look in the mirror, have a direct conversation with yourself. Okay. And ask, are you doing the proper right things to be efficient in this market? Because anybody could be successful. I think the statistics came out eight homes sell every minute, 11,000 homes sell a day. Right now, there's more than enough business out there. It's just that when business was easy, everybody, it was coming to everybody. Right now that it's scarce, A, the first to flee are the negative mindset individuals. Right. And I want to pause. I want to pause you for a second because I I think you're saying you're saying something that's really important, and I just want to put just to put the cap on the social media conversation. um, Is that that this? So what what Ryan was saying was, hey, if we're scrolling through social media, obviously that may sometimes show us information about our sphere that we could then use to call uh, as information and say, hey, I saw you were just doing X, Y, and Z. I saw your kids were doing X, Y, and Z. But what Ryan was saying is to be really super intentional about it is to actually, you know, specifically search for that person, look at their posts, see what they're up to. And then that gives you possibly a reason to reach out. You can also, by the way, do that via LinkedIn. So in LinkedIn, a lot of times when people get job promotions or switch companies, that information is also in their newsfeed. So you can use LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and be really, really uh, intentional about seeing what's going on in your clients or your sphere of influence's life. And the reason why you want to do that is because it gives you a reason to pick up the phone and contact them or to send an email or a text or however you communicate with with your sphere. This and it by the way, this is so much easier than trying to create a beautiful piece of content for you that you post on your stories, your reel, your you know, that that's hard to do and as Ryan said that comes usually after. What you can do today for zero money is you can find out what's going on in people's lives and reach out to them and and connect with them. Yeah, everybody really everybody that I observe wants to make this about marketing. And it's, 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 yes, there's marketing's important, but that's not, I mean, that's, that's the easy part, right? You have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to grow a network. You have to nourish the network. You have to take care of the network. If you don't, your business isn't going to grow, period. It it just, it's just not. And the more, uh, uh, I guess the more communal your neighborhood is, the more work it's going to take. Yeah. I mean, when I sold real estate in Chicago, the city of Chicago, it was actually easier than it would be in the suburbs because the suburbs are so tight knit, so community where the larger cities, say Chicago or Miami in the areas where I've coached agents, it's very uh, transient, right? So because it's transient, it's easier to pick up an open house lead. It's easier to get an online web lead. The conversion rate's higher because they don't have those connections, right? But right. if you take the time to say, I'm going to take care of this building that I live in, that I farm. I'm going to be a part of the social events. I'm going to get to know the people in the building. You'll dominate. You'll own that building. I own the buildings now selling real estate in Chicago that I farmed because I got involved with them from a community. And it was easier, quite honestly, because there was such a lack of community in those bigger cities. Now, when you're in the suburbs, right? And you're going to have the soccer teams and the football teams and, the, and, and, and baseball and all the other stuff that comes along, you know, with, I guess, families in the suburbs, right? 
mm-hmm. or whatnot. And then you, you're going to have to get even more involved in there. Now, one thing that listeners might be thinking, because I brought up the, the family element of it, that somebody said to me on Saturday, they said, well, I don't have a family, so is it harder for me to to, to grow my business. Now this person has been a real estate agent for five years. And I pointed to an agent of ours that doesn't have a family, doesn't have any kids and sells 64 homes a year. And I said, but look at his network. He's got 420 people in it. And every single quarter he touches them. I said, it's, I've never seen anybody work this system and not be a success. I've seen people not work it and be successful. I've seen people not work it and be failures, but I've never seen anybody work it and it doesn't work for them. But it takes a commitment. It takes it takes drive, right? And it takes it takes self-reliance. You got to be responsible for yourself. You're called independent contractors for a reason, but it's going to take even more responsibility than it is when you get a job and you have a boss telling you what to do. You are the boss. So therefore you've got to be able to get plan out your day and do what you need to do and execute it day in and day out, or it's just not going to happen. And I, I think too, this idea of earning business is, I think there's, well, a minimum of two different places where you need to earn business. Um, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. And here, here's what I, I came up with. The first is you want, of course, your sphere. And I say client, I should just say your sphere, your prospects. You want your prospects to think about you when they do need to work with a realtor. So you have to earn that position. So you first have to earn that. And then you also have to earn once they're ready to make a decision that that you are, in fact, the right person. So you first want to be thought of, and then you want to be selected. And I was thinking, but you do have to earn that right. And um, you have to earn it through effort. And Ryan, you've said this time and time again on our show, social media is a great place to get information to allow you, the to show you the steps to earn this, these deeper connections, earn these, these deals through deeper connection, through intimacy, through understanding what's going on in my clients' lives. Or, or, and that's as simple as paying attention and reaching out and saying, Hey, I saw that you just did this. I saw that you guys just had a birthday. I saw, you know, there's, there's all sorts of things that social media tells us about our, our sphere of influence. And all we have to do is acknowledge it, tell them we're watching we're and we're proud of them or we're excited for them or whatever the particular instance might be. We have to do this on the regular so that we can even be thought about when it comes time for real estate. I, I'll tell you um, one thing I did uh, about a year, a couple of years ago was I have a, I had an assistant and I said to my assistant, I said, I don't know any of my friends' birthdays, anniversaries. I don't know their children's birthdays. But these are my friends. And I said, I want to be the friend that knows all of his friends, that, that that doesn't miss a birthday, doesn't miss an anniversary, doesn't miss. So I said, can you reach out to all my friends um, and just ask them? Uh, we're updating our database. We DJ doesn't want to forget your birthday. And we got their 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 wedding anniversaries. We got their kids' birthdays. I know the ages of their kids. Now, I'm not a practicing agent. But I'm doing this just for my own um, my own relationships with my friends. But this is the exact same thing you can do with your sphere, and it gives you reasons to reach out, to stay in communication, to build community. But you, but in order to build community, you have to actually build a community. You have to actually want to to have deeper connections with your with your sphere. That's absolutely right. That's exactly what you have to do, and it's it takes time, and it's like. Um, you know, a river running through, you know, um, uh, you know, a, a canyon or whatnot, it, it will carve against the stone with the consistency. 
day in and day out. It's not a one and done thing. The most important part of all of this is being consistent in these activities. It's it's not like there's no silver bullet out there. It is it is time, it's effort. If you nurture it, it'll pay huge dividends to you. I want to pause for a moment to talk about our episode sponsor, our one of my favorite companies out there, Follow Up Boss. Now, after interviewing hundreds of top realtors in the country for this podcast, do you know which CRM is used by more than any other by our guests? Of course, it is Follow Up Boss. And let's face it, following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow Up Boss will help you drive more leads in less time and with less effort. Do not take my word for it. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the U.S., uses Follow-Up Boss, and he has built a $1.5 billion business in just six years. Follow-Up Boss integrates with over 250 systems, so you can keep your current tools and lead sources. Also, the best part, they have seven-day-a-week support, so you'll get the help that you need when you need it. And get this, Follow-Up Boss is so sure that you're going to love their CRM that for a limited time, they're offering Keeping It Real listeners a 30-day free trial, which is twice as much time as they give everyone else. And oh, yeah, no credit card required. So you can try it risk-free, but only if you use this special link. Visit followupboss.com forward slash real. That's followupboss.com forward slash real for your free 30-day trial. Follow up like a boss with follow-up boss. And now back to our episode. It will, but you're right. It takes outgoing effort, outbound effort. So in the past, it used to be pick up the phone, we call somebody, Hey, are you thinking about selling? No, not yet. Okay, I'll call you later. There are much better ways to do that now. And I think the the best way to do that is to be entwined with, or at least aware of the happenings of your prospects' lives so that you can know and give them advice along the way. Um, And that they go, wow, my my agent called me. They they saw that, um, you know, my... My partner just got a promotion. They called to congratulate me. I mean, those types of things, whenever whenever somebody does something special in their life, whether it's with their family or their profession, if somebody else comes along and says, hey, I saw that you did that thing, um, boy, that goes a heck of a long way to building uh, building you know endearment. It does. Yeah. And, and it's all out there for you to know what's going on with these individuals. I mean, today, it's, it's so easy. Everybody's living their lives publicly. So it's easy to see what's going on. But again, be, be intentional about that research and development that you're doing and what you're seeing. Just don't, don't blindly log in and go through a newsfeed. You're, you're going to be doing what the algorithms want you to see. You have to be intentional and, and, and look up your network, see what's going on with them. And then, and then don't, don't do it. Don't consider writing on their wall, you know, a, 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 a like a touch, you know, you have right. to you pick up the phone. You need to text them. You get that reach out with them and, and, and create a dialogue. And remember Ford, right? Family occupation, recreation, and dreams. Ask open-ended questions, right? You know, how, how's little Billy doing, right? Or, or hey, how, how's, the, how's the new job at, uh, uh, at um, you know, Pepsi, whatnot? I, I just saw you right. got promoted to director of finance. How's that going? What, tell me about that. Let them then tell them about you. You know, have learn the art of conversing with individuals, right? Open-ended conversations. And remember, it's more about them than it is you. Uh, they're going to give you so much valuable data. Uh, and then when they have a need, and 16% of your network transacts every single year, when they have a need, they're going to think of their friend, right? And that's you, right? And, and, and I tell everybody, like, I love this business because you're in the business of creating friends. Right? So get to work. <laughs> 
The the other thing too, if you're a brand new agent, I, I've never really heard anyone say this. So I'm curious, you, you might have a different opinion. You might say this is a terrible idea. Um, but it, my first glance, it, uh, my, my first thought is that it's a good idea, but I could be wrong. So if I were a brand new agent and I had a bunch of friends that owned homes that maybe weren't even thinking of selling, what every homeowner, I, or at least what most homeowners who aren't in the process of selling still like to know is what's their place worth? You know, at any given regular day, we can go to Zillow and look at this estimate. I don't ever think to do that, but sometimes people do. But you're a real estate professional. You can actually provide most likely a more accurate thing. So what I would do is I would call everybody I know who owns a house if I was new and say, hey, I know you're not looking to buy or sell anytime soon, but I really want to... Um, uh, send you a, a comp because I want to practice and I want to get better at sending comps. Um, is it okay if I send you what I think your home is currently worth? Just would love to get your review on it. It'll help me in my skill, you know, building my skills. Um, if these are your closest people to you, I think they'd be like, great, send it over. Uh, curious what you thought of that. If, if, if they're, if I mean, reaching out to them and asking for brand new agent, Hey, I don't have any clients. I just want to get some practice. Um, you know, running CMAs, that kind of thing. I would run a CMA, but I wouldn't send it to, I wouldn't send it to, um, I don't think I would send it to, uh, to them. You wouldn't. Okay. No, I wouldn't. I, I want you to focus more on the relationship building aspect of it. They're going to find out what you're doing through your auto flow, your direct mail, your email marketing, you know, some of the social medias, they're going to know what you're doing. Make friends with them first. They're going to ask you about real estate. If they ask you about comps, then you run some comps. Good now point. you should. What you Great shouldn't point. be doing is you should be running comps on homes you know, but I wouldn't be sending them out. You should be running them, go to your managing broker and say, what do you think about this? I think this home should be priced here based on the comps that I ran. You should be maybe talking to some friends and saying, hey, listen, why don't you come see some open houses with me? I want to go around. I want to get to know the marketplace. I love a friend to come with me. And also, hey, let's go write up a pretend offer. I'm not going to present it, but let's go take a purchase contract. Let's go get a cup of coffee. I'm going to fill out a contract. I'm going to explain to you a contract. Would you mind me practicing on you? That's with what you do with a really good friend of yours. That's going yeah. to give you some real life experience, right? But, you know, I, I'm of the mindset of your touches, your outreaches should all be relationship. It should be all about them. Yeah. Real estate will naturally flow to you. So I, I agree. You, you, you're right. I, I, I you're absolutely right. I, I, it's funny. I was talking about putting everyone's anniversaries and birthdays in my calendar. And so now because I, that, that I do that, especially wedding anniversaries, I routinely get messages from my friends that go, you're the only person outside of my immediate family that knows it's my anniversary. Now, am I such an amazing guy that I, because I do that? No, I just put it in my calendar. Like I literally just did the one thing. And how does, how would that make that person feel about me remembering their most special day of their life, right? Or the birth of a child or, or whatever it might be. The major life events. If you can somehow uh, be be there after the event happens to to you know congratulate the person. Um, boy, it, that demonstrates a tremendous um, a tremendous effort. Absolutely, and that's what it's all about. It's always about them. It's not about you, and it's all about you showing how much you care about them through your actions, even more so than your words. And that's being consistent and continually reaching out to them. Again, the numbers will just take care of it for you. The numbers. Will so you're not. So here's a question, but rates are really high right now. I'm an agent. None of my buyers, uh, they're all upset about rates. So I'm just giving a devil's advocate. What do you say to that? About rates? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, great. And you're a buyer? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Why are you buying? Uh, uh, because I need more space. Okay. So the listeners pay close attention to this, right? It's, it's the why. So why do you need more space? So that I can work from home a couple days a week and I need a home office. Why do you want to work from home a couple days a week? So that I can, um, because it's more comfortable for me, I don't, I don't want to commute in every day. So I, you know, I'll split my time. Uh, 30 minutes. So is that an hour a day then? Mm-hmm. It's 30 minutes door to door? Yes. So you're commuting what? You're commuting uh, five days a week then if you're not working from home? Correct. So that's five hours a day? Right. Right. That's 20 hours a month? Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, and take that, that's 240 hours in a year? Yeah. Divided mm-hmm. by 24 hours, how many days of that? So those are the things I ask you, DJ, as my friend and my buyer you know, what is it to you that's more important? Is it uh, a, say, a 6% interest rate on a $300,000 loan, right? Versus maybe they drop down to five and a quarter a year from now. Mm-hmm. So that three quarters of a point difference, what does that come out to? And then you got to ask yourself, what's more important to you? Five days in a car, 30 minutes each way, or being able to work from home? And I can't answer that. Only you can my right. friend who's buying the home, you make that decision. You tell me if your why is strong enough for you to buy the home. Right. So the rates just kind of are what they are. And and, and I think most are. of our listeners have heard the expression, you know, marry the home, date the rate. Um, it's it's not an expression. It, it's an overused expression, but it's, it's a pretty good one because it is actually how most people think about purchasing property. They fall in love with the home and whatever the rate is, is and people can refinance of course thank goodness so um most people most agents will ask these questions dj but they don't even have the buyer client yet they ask it because they're building up they're building up objections in their heads already because they've yet to do the life flow that's necessary for them to grow their business does that tell us a little bit more about life flow yeah the life flow is simply touching everybody in your database i think you should do it once a month right personally by you know a text a call right? Maybe a Facebook messenger to them about them and checking in with them, you know, keeping, keeping current with them and keeping them in your life and you in theirs. So if you have say 300 people in your network, okay. Do you have a calculator with you? Cause I don't, and I'm pacing. Around yes, here. I do. Okay, great. So there's, there are 20 working days in a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's 23 divided by or what's 300 divided by 20? About 15. One five? Yep. Yeah, 15. You have to make 15 touches a day. 15 touches a day. Now do that for a full year in a row, followed up with a consistent marketing campaign. Now take 300 and multiply it by 0.16. I think I'll come to 48. Yeah, 48. 48. That's 48 transactions that that are living in that database of 300 people, 16% of them are going to transact regardless of the market. They're going to transact. A lot of them might even transact twice, right? They might sell and buy transaction. Yeah. Sell and buy. But here's the reality is maybe 5% or less of real estate agents are actually going to do the activities they need to do and do those 15 touches a day. I've seen it time in and time out, right? That's that's what's going to separate you guys from the struggling real estate agent to the very few top producers that are actually out there. 
And plus, like, if, if you really think about it, and again, everybody's personalities are different, but I would assume it's a lot more fun to contact somebody and, you know, you look to see what they're doing on social, you, you, you know, you have uh, a reason to call them, they just did something on social media that you want to acknowledge, or there's something going on in the market that you want to make them aware of. Um, either way, this should all be fun, positive stuff, right? So making 15 phone calls a day going, Hey, I was just thinking about you. Saw you just went on a trip. Saw your so-and-so just got promoted. Saw you guys just had an anniversary, a birthday. Oh, by the way, here's something that's going on in the market that you might care about down the street or whatever. Those are all fun activities. DJ, I'll even leave that out of it. Okay. Mm. That last part. Okay. I would even leave that part out of it. I would leave bringing it back to real estate out of it. Does that make just, sense? Yeah, just just connect with them as just person to person. That's that's how I feel. Just connect with them. Focus on the relationship. Leave anything about your business out of it. They will ask you. Here's how you do it. Okay, DJ, uh, we're in a role play here. Sure. Um, you're an accountant. Okay. Okay. And say you're an accountant at a big, you know, one of the big five firms. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. DJ, how's business? Uh, well, oh, I'm slammed. It's a, it's, it's the beginning of the year. Everyone's working on their taxes. It's, it's brutal right now. I'm slammed. That's crazy. What, what are you working on? Uh, corporate tax, uh, taxes are due. Just clients are asking for everything for just shore up their year. That's a crazy year, isn't it? Yeah. Now, what are you going to say to me eventually? I'm going to say, Hey, what's going on with you? What's what, what are you up to? Right now? Here's my chance. Just busy running around. Works crazy. Family's great. How, how's the market? How's, uh, how's hey, real there estate? you go. Right. Yep. Works there great. Family good. And then you just say, okay, well, how's the market? Now I'm not going in every call thinking that through. In fact, I tend to throw scripts away, right? Yeah. I just go and make it about the person somehow, usually sometimes, not all the time work will pop up. But if I talk to you once a month, I text with you once a month, I send you a Facebook messenger once a month, two years go by. I'm your buddy. You know what the hell I do for a living. And when yeah. you are looking to either purchase your home or or, or 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 sell a home, there's a really strong possibility I'm the guy you're calling. Why? Because I did my job. I kept you close to me. I kept the relationship with you. Yeah, this this is this reminds me of an old Brian Tracy expression, and 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 we're not really putting this in the prospecting category, but one of my favorite Brian Tracy quotes uh, is "prospecting solves all problems" or "sales solve all problems." That's right. Um, and, and 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 of course, of course, he's right. And so, what we're really doing is, even though we're not prospecting with a capital P, what we're doing is we are prospecting because we are staying in touch with our sphere. We know people are going to choose their realtor. Most people are going to choose based on who they know, like, and trust. You have to earn that. You have to earn know, like, and trust. So the way that you earn it is exactly how Ryan is describing it here. And if you just do this this year. And, and, and you, you, you know, you find what 15 phone calls a day. If you have 300 people in your database, 15 touches a day, what is that might take what three hours a day, maybe, maybe two hours a day, maybe even less. That is a remarkable low amount of effort for building intimacy. And I'm sorry, not, not a low in in a bad way. That's a, that's a very reasonable amount of time to spend. And that will actually result in business. That's absolutely right. And, And Brian Tracy is right prospecting leads will solve all your problem. And I, and I've seen agents, I'm a very empathetic individual. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I've seen agents struggle and I've seen them complain about it, but then I've also watched them do nothing about it. 
Yeah. I've watched him do nothing about it. All right. And I've watched him look around to say, what's going to solve my problem? The guys, there's no silver bullet out there. You got to get to work. You know, look at every professional out there that's successful in any industry. You know, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, you know, again, I worked with a lot of new agents and brought them up, right? And the first year is a lot of emotional intelligence I have to work with them on, right? Because they come in, they might be coming into the business in their 40s, right? And then they're going to look at the friend like, well, he or she's so successful. Like, well, they've been at their career for 20 years. They've right. been building their career for a long time. Why are you expecting to be a, a number one agent within 12 months? It makes no sense. And then why after seven years of you not doing what you really need to do, are you upset that you're, you've plateaued and you're really not where you should be? Well, that's because you just gone through time. Like anybody's going to be, I think it was Gary Keller wrote in his book, Millionaire, Millionaire Real Estate Agent, uh, the Methuselah effect. You know who Methuselah is, right? Yes. Right. And so you, if you're going to be in this business for 20 years, eventually you're going to have enough business. Just do right. you just want to go through 20 years of being in real estate to finally hit your stride? Right. And there are a lot of agents I know that have been in the business for seven, eight, nine years that are finally hitting their stride. That's just because they've been in it for seven, eight, nine years. Right. You know, it's they're not where they probably should be. Yeah, it's it's a real it's a really good point. It's and, and also it's what's nice about having sort of you know your live flow like you were saying with live flow equals connection with your your sphere what what is so amazing about that is it has nothing to do with the market has nothing to do with the conditions of the economy it's just interpersonal uh communication this is something that that you can do on your best day your worst day whatever's going on in your life you can always pick up the phone reach out to somebody and and do this regardless of the market conditions or what's going on in in your business so what's what's wonderful is if you can put the blinders on it does it doesn't matter if rates are up or down i mean of course that affects your client's ability to buy or sell certain things but you want to always demonstrate care compassion uh you know and and connection absolutely it's, it's always, it's, I say ABC, always be connecting. People say it's always be close. It's always be connecting. Always keep in contact with people and then the sales will just follow you. That's, that's a great, great thing to end on and a great reminder for all of us that are noticing all of the job cuts that are going on in the real estate world and all of the, the just the noise with with of course economists predicting by the way i just went to an nar uh, conference um or, or saw the nar chief economist speak uh dr lawrence yoon uh, a couple days uh, last week and and by the way he he thinks that the um the housing market is, is going to be just fine uh he does not think this will repeat back to 2008 2009 10 etc so um he he was he was very excited that things will be returning to normal in the next year or two but in the meantime and you should be doing this regardless of whether it's a up down up market down market rental market you know buyer seller market um connect with your your sphere there's always going to be people like ryan said 16 percent of the people you know are going to transact in the next 24 months that's just a a, a fact so how months. much yeah i'm sorry in the next 12 months 16 yep. percent will transact in the next 12 months some of those will have two transactions some will right. have one um so you have a, a a huge opportunity here but you have to earn it and the way that you earn it is through, as Ryan just said, ABC, always be connecting. 
find out these these things. And guys, this is the fun part of the job. The hard part's actually working with with the client. That's actually the tough part. This is the fun part where you actually get to demonstrate that you care that you you know this is the stuff that you should get excited about because it doesn't require a whole lot of knowledge or skill it just requires a little bit of effort and um and, and it requires that you do care about your your clients and if you do care about them demonstrate it and they will they will be with you forever um well Ryan well I think it's a great place to pause we are uh, again congratulations on the uh merger with with Cobalt Banker that is incredible so so excited and proud of you um you. and and all of your agents I'm sure are thrilled uh, about that and also want to remind everybody to continue to follow us and sponsor follow our sponsors and, and pay, pay attention to what they are providing because our sponsors are the reason we can keep our show going so please take a look at their products and services we appreciate it and last please tell a friend about this show we um really want to blow this out of the water in 2023 we just crossed over 2.1 million downloads a few days ago so please continue to tell other agents about it especially agents that are struggling and most agents are struggling right now they need a little pick-me-up if they listen to this episode from ryan that'll help get their their mindset back in order and they can start producing or you know make this uh 2023 a great year so um and also for anyone out there that is in the chicagoland area or in wisconsin indiana florida um, I, are you in Iowa as well, Ryan? I forgot if, uh, no, Florida in the, or excuse me, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, Illinois. Got it. Indiana, Florida, Illinois. Illinois, Illinois not Florida. Yeah. So we're just down not Florida. Illinois, yeah. Illinois, Indiana, Michigan. If you are, if you are, if you are looking to work with a firm that has this kind of leadership, Ryan and his team would love to chat with you. DAPRoperties.com. There's a link to that in our show notes. Uh, that's the place to go. Amazing company. And they uh, amazing, so amazing that they just got picked up by Coldwell Banker. So definitely check them out. Um, it's going to be going to be a great year, guys. Let's make it a good year. Ryan, thank you as always for continuing you, to support DJ. our show. And uh, we will see everybody on the next episode. Thanks, DJ.